welcome to episode 9 of the podcast. On today's episode, I'm chatting with Galway illustrator Cahal Duan. Cahal and myself have been friends since GMIT, so we know each other a good few years as well, same as myself and Aidan. Uh, we don't talk too much about college because like myself and Aidan kind of covered it in episode 6, I think it was, and we end up just kind of chatting about Cahal's career to date. So Cahal has been absolutely smashing it since he uh, started working in illustration. He's worked from some or worked for some really big clients. Um, we cover all this in the podcast. Before I send you over kind of the main part of the podcast, I just want to apologize for the state of my voice in it. I had a head cold and of course it broke right before the podcast. So I ended up with a really stuffy sound voice. It sounded like I was talking on my eye sockets. So sorry about that. I'll be back at the end and enjoy the podcast. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the podcast, man. And thanks, William, for taking time to chat with me Thank today. You. Cool, man. Uh, just if you want to introduce yourself and tell us how you got started uh, working in the arts to get us on the go. Uh, yeah. Uh, my name is Carl Duan. I'm a freelance illustrator. And uh, I've always kind of been drawn, like, since I was a young lad. And, uh, like... Would, did a PLC, did a portfolio course in Galway and GTI, and then uh, did uh, the course in GMIT with yourself. And then I ended up down in Cork, down in Sample Studios. And there I met a couple of uh, freelance illustrators called the Project Twins. And they kind of told me about freelance illustration and stuff like that. And I ended up just kind of pursuing that as a career and like I've been doing that ever since that was about that was about uh, eight years ago I started it I registered as a freelance illustrator so that's kind of what I'm doing now deadly yeah no um I was going to say to you man there as well like uh because I think had you started working with the tablet while we were still in college or was that um I was yeah I mostly worked digitally and uh, now, uh, well, I actually completely work digitally now. But um, in college, in third year, I I, I scraped my pennies together for a laptop and uh, started working on Photoshop. But I I, I didn't have a tablet. I was just kind of editing photos because didn't have the money for a good tablet. And then I got like a tiny little one, you know, one of those ones that you have to like look at your laptop screen and then you can't look at your hand. You know, it was a weird, <laughs> weird experience. But um got one of those, so I was messing around with that. But uh, I I kind of went fully digitally, digital about in down in Cork. And that's when I, I, I got a Wacom tablet and got set up proper. And uh, I haven't looked back. I have no time for the real world anymore. <laughs> Just all bits and bites. Yeah, paint is just icky to me now. It's so messy. <laughs> we'll I just, just uh, recording. I, I just work in pixels. Yeah. Put pixels around. And how did you find the transition then to the tablet man? Because like I found them really awkward to use, and I don't know if it's like the the surface texture or what it is. Maybe it's like you're saying you're not looking directly at your hand. Did you yeah. kind of? Yeah, like um, that that one, my old one, where I had to look at two separate things and I didn't take to that at all and even like as you said like the feel of it is wrong 
but then when I got the the new one, which is actually a graphics tablet where you can see what you're drawing, like it does take a bit of time. It did take a bit of time to get used to because there sometimes might be a little bit of delay on the line and, you know, like it's a different position, like physically, because like you have to have the screen up, like it's, it does take a bit of getting used to, but now it's just handy because you can, I find it very easy to like experiment with color and composition a lot quicker and like sketching, you know, like I, I, I wouldn't do a lot of sketching on paper except for like really, really rough outlines or concepts. Uh, most of my like compositional sketches or playing around with that stuff is done digitally because it's just control Z makes all the bad ones go away. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's the disappear button. Yeah, no, because I, I remember um, Darren had one, uh, I think a friend of ours running, listening, he had one at one stage and he said, no, right, to have a go on it. I was just like, I couldn't get my head around it because I was so used to just working on canvas and paper. And do you know the way some of them, like they're really hard plastic, so it was just throwing me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, um, that's definitely something that takes a bit of getting used to, but there's different quality of screens and stuff, you know, like the, the kind of higher end ones, There, there's a bit of, like almost, like, you know, a bit of grit or uh, resistance so it it feels a bit more like a pencil and you can get those kind of like tops that you put on the, the digital pins themselves to kind of like give an extra feel that like you're drawing on paper with a proper lead pencil, you know? And yeah. So, but like, to be honest, that's just, once I got used to it, it doesn't bother me at all, you know? And like, it's nice because like I draw funny, like my, uh, my, I keep my hand on the piece of paper like I keep it flat. I don't draw. My hand doesn't work right <laughs> when I'm drawing. I don't hold the pencil right, so I don't rub out anything. So that's <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. The, I I will advantage. admit I will admit I I do have a small uh, Wacom tablet that I've got like there the last few years, and just the surface of it it is it's it is actually pretty nice. Like it didn't feel as. It still felt a little bit strange, but it felt kind of easier to work with. Like, but they're good quality, the Wacom ones. Yeah, like I suppose it's just like any kind of medium. Like you know, the the feel of a pencil is different to the feel of graphite. You know, or a charcoal. You know, it's it's just what you're used to. Yeah, like, and you know, you get a kind of feel to for it. It's like I think working digitally for that kind of stuff. It's just kind of saves on materials as well. You know, because you can kind of get a good idea for colors and stuff you know without actually having to use say in your case paint you know like it's just you know kind of cost effective as well at a, a certain stage you know yeah like it's funny um in on the masters like there was a couple of times where like the subject of like digital painting came up and it was fairly quickly shot down as not being painting <laughs> and it's like <laughs> But art, <laughs> like, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, it was like just it was just kind of very brutally put down as well. But uh, yeah, what software do you use? Oh, sorry, man. Nothing. <laughs> Never mind. What are you saying? Oh, what software do you use then? Uh, uh, to work? I'd use the Adobe Suite. So, I, like, I use like uh, Photoshop, 
Illustrator, After Effects, and InDesign would be like they'd be like my big four. If I had like Photoshop is what I work in mainly primarily. Oh. But uh, yeah, like I haven't really played around with it just because, or uh, played around with other programs because you know they're all kind of variations on like Photoshop, you know. But um, they, there's other ones like free, uh, free ones like uh, GIMP is kind of similar to Photoshop, I think. And you know, I use Blender as well, which is a free three D software, but I'm terrible at that, so. I don't yeah, know why I brought it up. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I meant I don't use Blender. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I I downloaded Blender, but I never actually used it. Even I haven't a clue about yeah. the bloody thing like at all. That, that third dimension is tricky. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't <laughs> like three D stuff. <laughs> uh, was, was it? Were you using Procreate there for a little while as well, man? The Apple? No, Pro- no. I uh, that's that's only on iPad, isn't it? Or I think, I'm, I'm wrong. I don't have uh, an iPad tablet. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I thought I saw work by. I thought maybe I was looking at your stuff and I, I saw someone else as well. And I, I got the kind of app or the uh, software mixed up. But uh, yeah, I, how do you find illustration, man? I or Illustrator? Sorry, I've uh, I can't get my head around it at all. Like Illustrator. Never... I got into Illustrator actually. Before I got the graphics tablet, because um, like illustrating uh, with a mouse on Photoshop is, the, I don't know, insane. You know, don't do that. <laughs> um, but uh, like doing vector images on Illustrator, you can kind of get a, uh, a a type of style that you know you might like. You know, and it's a. Uh, yeah, once you get your head around the pin tool in Illustrator, it's actually pretty pretty easy to figure out what you need to do, you know? And, like, it, like, I don't use it that much anymore, but, like, sometimes I do have to go back to it because sometimes clients would want vector illustrations for sizing up and sizing down, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. like, it's still, like, it's definitely, like, got its uses. Um, but it wouldn't be my primary program for like the illustration be the side of my work. Yeah, yeah. No, that's mad. Like, cause I, I thought you like I thought you would have been working mostly in Illustrator. Like, you know, just because I was like, at the start, yeah. And then, um, I just don't like. I'm not a big fan of the finish that you can get from Illustrator. Like, it's just very clean and you know, like kind of sharp. And yeah, I just wasn't really happy with how the program was kind of dictating my style. And then when I got the tablet, like the the kind of more high end tablet, and I started working in Photoshop doing digital illustration, it you know it, it kind of just opened everything up, and then things started to you know click together. Yeah, you know, and I could get kind of the textured style that I want. You know, playing around with bush, brushes and making my own brushes and stuff. You know, and uh, in Photoshop. So yeah, that's kind of like yeah, Illustrator was definitely like the gateway <laughs> program for me, but um, it had its limitations for what I wanted to 
do, you know, work wise. Yeah. Because I was going to say to you, all right, did you uh, make your own brushes in Photoshop? Like, because uh, I've done a, I've done a couple. Um, they, they, they never, they're never as good as they are in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're always just a little bit off. <laughs> um, but uh, they, they have the Kyle T Webster brushes are all. Um, available now in Photoshop, and they're they're decent, they're good, and they're kind of like the main brushes that I use for my work, for my client work. Yeah, no, because like, there was a uh, one of your illustrations, and uh, I saw like it looked all right, like there was kind of a texture on it, and I wasn't sure. I didn't know whether you'd done that in Illustrator or Photoshop. So like, it's just it's mad here, like you're working kind of mostly in Photoshop now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I. That would have been any any work that I've put up over the past like you know three four years, um, and any work on my uh, website is just all on Photoshop, pretty much. Except for like sometimes I'd have to do more kind of graphic work, or like it would have to get fabricated or sent to a printers like a vinyl printers or something. So they'd need vector files. So it's kind of more necessity if i have to use illustrator as opposed to actually like uh, a program that i want to use for my own like stylistic notions yeah yeah and uh what does like what does your process involve then man like you were saying you're working almost exclusively digital now like would you sketch the stuff out as you're going on screen Um, or yeah, like the majority of the work that I do would be um, client work. So I guess, uh, well, I do personal projects, but like uh, the client would send me the brief and I'd kind of go through the brief. Like say if it's an editorial, I'd go read the editorial, kind of like look for keywords, break that down. And this will be all kind of like, just in sketchbooks and stuff. And then I do like really quick line drawings or concept drawings, like just trying to make connections. And then once I I either find something or it's not working, I, I just start sketching in, uh, in Photoshop. Like, to be honest, it doesn't really take that long for me to get into Photoshop just because it's like, I've been working on it long enough and to just be like quick in terms of like, that sketch isn't working like new layer move on to the next one you know move on to the next one so i can pump out like loads of sketches and like isolate them in the canvas which i think sometimes can help for me anyway like just seeing it on its own a sketch on its own as opposed to in a, a sketchbook with like yeah. loads of other sketches around it you know like it's that kind of that's the way i work like i draw like a really quick sketch uh, uh, open a new layer and then keep doing that until like I, I'm happy enough to like develop the sketch further and then I'd send it off for feedback or if they assuming they like it yeah. <laughs> which isn't always the case <laughs> um, and then it's uh, I just go straight to colour and yeah like pretty pretty simple process you know but uh 
It works. It's for effective me. though. <laughs> it yeah, works no man. Me. I'm happy. Like, I was going to say, like your work looks like I love your work. Like I think it's absolutely it deadly. Like, and like just there on your when you say there on your use of color, like as well, like it's your work is so vibrant. Like, and there's some of them where like you have gradients and it just it's classic. I absolutely love it. Like, yeah. I think it's great. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like, um, before. Before I actually started working digitally, I never really worked in color at all. Like, uh, it was always kind of just pencil sketches and, you know, like black and white or, or grayscale or something, you know. And uh, then I'd say about four, yeah, probably around when I got the tablet. Like, it just kind of, it's it. it was funny going from, like just uh, sketching in paper and stuff to working in Illustrator, which is like very kind of restrictive in like the motion and like the actual create creative side of it, in my opinion. But um, and then going from Illustrator to Photoshop, Photoshop felt more organic to me because I was going from like this rigid pin tool Illustrator images to, you know, oh, I can draw a line and. You know, it's with my hand <laughs> with a click. And uh, then that just kind of like opened up a lot of room for me to play. And then like you can do blends and like the gradients actually work different in Photoshop than in Illustrator. Uh, Illustrator doesn't really use or uh, uh, do blend or gradients very well. You have to bring it into Photoshop and to get the noise levels up and it, it, there's binding and stuff. So I never really had the opportunity to use gradients in Illustrator. So it just opened up this whole like world of color. And uh, yeah, I really lent into it then once I started focusing mainly on fo- in working on Photoshop, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I get, I'm still learning stuff. Like I've been doing it for a few years now and I'm still like learning ways to mix gradients and blend colors and I was like ah it's still still a little bit of an adventure you know it's just cool. yeah I was going to say that like like there was one stage there where I don't know what I was working on I, I think I made a mistake with with when I was painting one day and I was kind of like oh I kind of feel like I should know better but it's like kind of if you're not learning something it's like you said it's like where is the adventure it's kind of like you've kind of learned everything there is to know. So it's like, where's the crack at that point? Like, so it's good that you're still finding stuff as you're going. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's funny. Um, like in relation to like just color, like I, I'd be kind uh, like, I was kind of allergic to a couple of colors and using, like I was kind of sticking to primary colors for a while and then messing around with the gradients there. And like, you know, the color purple, I, I was, I was just, I had, I had no time for it. I was just, <laughs> I was just like, I, I can't even look at it. It's, just, it's a color for chocolate. Um, <laughs> then I, like, I started to mess around with it and I was like, oh, Jesus, this is, you know, like I, I have like these unconscious biases, biases, biases uh, for color. And, um, you know, it's, it's fun kind of like challenging those because like I, I used to do like, if I was having like, a bit of a black or whatever, create a black, whatever. I'd uh, I'd pick like a color like purple, and I go, okay, I have to make five compositions based with purple being the main color, you know, and just like 
then you'd start using browns and you know like all these colors that wouldn't be kind of like my go-to colors and uh yeah so like even that kind of stuff is i find it a lot easier on like in photoshop just because like i've been using it for so long that it's just like i can do a quick um like little experiment in like 30 seconds and i can have like loads of colors loads of tests you know and it's just like a really fun way to get out of your comfort out of my comfort zone color wise you know so yeah yeah i think i remember you posting uh some of those yeah, yeah, I I, yeah, I posted a couple. I don't post a lot of them <laughs> <laughs> because the colors are usually manky, but um, uh, sometimes they click, and I'm like, the people have a right to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just man, with uh, the figures in your work as well, mm. like the. Say something like the heads to be quite small and the hands would be huge and they have massive shoulders. Like, how did you arrive at that point with the proportions? Was it just playing around with the image imagery, or uh, I just I, I don't really know how to draw. No, as this is yeah. When I started on Photoshop, I was kind of like I didn't really know what type of illustration I wanted to do. Because, you know, like once, like, I'd say it's the same with painting. It's like, you know, you say you're a painter. And it's like, but what kind of painting do you do? Are you abstract? Are you figurative or all this? So, like, once you go into, like, all these, like, little subclasses of, like, directions in which you want to go, it kind of dictates, it, it, it kind of dictated who I was looking at, what kind of artists I was looking at, what kind of jobs that I wanted to get. And, like, I kind of found myself drawn to, like, those uh, figurative images and stuff where the characters are just a little bit off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I started, like, um, like, illustrating selfies, people taking their selfies with their phone. And, like, I, I just noticed that, like, a lot of the time they'd put their shoulders up. And it would be like this kind of like kind of an awkward position. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like and I just thought it was really interesting that it was like, huh, I'm really noticing their shoulders you know, <laughs> for some reason. This is a and like then it kinda of like it, you know, I, I I was kinda of like making all these sketches and like exaggerating all the positions and those poses and then it kinda of like got to a point where it's like you know, even like how you said there, like sometimes I make the hands massive. It's like that's because in those original images that I was getting kind of like a bit of inspiration from, their hands would be a little bit in front. Yeah, they'd yeah. be holding the phone. So it's like, it's like all these like what's taking up most of the focus, you know? It's like they, their heads would be a little bit far back, their shoulder would be out, their hand will be in front. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm going to make that like. I'm going to exaggerate all those things to the point <laughs> where these bodies that I'm drawing wouldn't work, you know. They <laughs> just um, fall over. Yeah, so, it, like, there was no real thought process behind, like, the like those kind of stylistic choices. It was just, like, kind of an organic 
process of you know i i enjoy drawing those kind of like shapes as opposed to like you know a figure like i don't really care if a person i draw doesn't look like a person you know it's like what what are what's the most interesting shape i can make and then turn it into a person you know yeah yeah because yeah. i was going to say like like i absolutely i love your style like like the even like that piece uh i think it was called was a uh, bucket hat i thought that was such a great piece like where it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. this lad like in uh green tracksuit and it's just it's great like it's just it looks like it was just fun to work on, like even you know. Yeah, yeah, that was one of those uh, times when I was just like, I never use green, <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. So now I'm just gonna use green all the time, green and uh, blue, blue. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of it. Like I also like, like looking through my work, you know, the odd time when I was, I, I can't think of what I'm actually doing, you know. Yeah. I look through the work and like I just see like it's usually just an individual character or a single character, and they look like they're kind of bored or they're waiting, you know. Yeah, and it's like that's just this kind of common thing that I don't mean to do, but like, like when we were allowed to go on buses and public transport, you know, I used to. Uh, I used to love like sketching people like waiting at bus stops and stuff or just like trying to remember them drawn from memory you know so and like it would all all the shapes would exaggerate from that you know like I try to make their boredom more bored yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think that's thing to say but you know it is yeah. what it is like because like there was a couple of pieces that I absolutely love, man. I, I I loved one. Uh, I think you did it for BBC Focus on the future of avocados. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like there was that piece, and there was the piece that uh, you did. It was based, I think, on the challenges that the th- theatres are facing at the minute, like with the. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, that was that was that was a fun one to work on. Yeah, yeah, that was fairly recent, wasn't it? I think that was. I think it came, went out in December. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I would have worked on it in like probably October, and then or November. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like that's it's it's funny, you know. It's just constant, like minuscule changes in style that only I notice. Yeah, you know, just uh, really subtle. Yeah, well, well, like if if you have like a a clear view of like one image from a year ago and uh, a current image, it's like it's pretty plain uh, plain to see the changes. But um, yeah, it's it's funny just how uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> how how big little changes are to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, if that makes sense. <laughs> Probably. You know, definitely. Um, just there, you were saying, man, uh, just in terms, say, of uh, like working in illustration, like would it be challenges you'd face? Like it's just, uh, when you said there about, say, that piece going out in December, like would you, if you did something for a client, would you be able to post that on social media or would you have to give it a certain amount of time after you hand it over um, to them? uh usually it's got kind of 
made pretty clear that you know the client gets to put the image out and and then you like I'd be able to put the image out after you know because like there's usually kind of plans or like schedules like promotion schedules or it's for uh, an issue of a publication or something you know so like yeah I would wait like even even if they didn't say specifically to wait um just because it, it it's for whatever they're doing whatever event they're doing or whatever promotion they're doing it's for yeah. them and they will usually have a plan for when they want to roll stuff out you know like i have i have a couple of illustrations that because of covid um i can't show because the events got either cancelled or delayed and like there's one in particular that i'm just like oh, i just i just i just want to see what people think yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to because I like it, but I don't know if it's good. <laughs> I need somebody to tell me if it's good. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it it is one of those things you kind of miss from having like, like like you were saying, even like in sample studios as well, like having just group another group of artists around you just for a little bit of feedback. Like, even yeah, like yeah, point. yeah. Because like just working from home, it's like like you're, you're really. It feels like sometimes I'm rolling the dice. Do you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this uh, works. I mean, I think it works, but let's let's see, because <laughs> it's it's yeah. like it, it like I kind of use like social media as kind of like just like a testing ground for like potential styles or kind like work that would kind of get more clients. Do you know. And then I have like my personal projects that I just do for like the sake of it. But like anytime I, I put stuff online, it's like, okay, testing the waters. It's like that there, there isn't much reaction to that. But there's, if there's like, if I put something out, it's like, if it gets a tepid reaction, it's like, okay, something has to be changed. But like, I might keep this or I might keep that and see just to see if like it. Like I can get a bit of interest from art directors and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's one of the kind of nice things about social media at the minute. Like, is just to get that little bit of, like you said, a bit of a reaction and see. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to get a fresh pair of eyes and stuff, you know. Yeah, because like, because like, yeah. when you're when you're working on it too, like you're so close to it, you do kind of. Yeah, you can see the, the tree from the woods, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like so. <laughs> no that's kind yeah. of one of the benefits of i suppose like instagram and that as well like where it's so image based like yeah like it's like it doesn't beat like actually having a, a community or a group of people or other artists to like turn around to and go hey, what do you think of this and, you know <laughs> like so that you know that like you actually know you either respect their opinion or you don't <laughs> respect their opinion. Like if they don't like it, it might be a winner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, just, yeah, like it's needs must, you know? <laughs> it's, yeah. Like we're all kind of working from home. We're all a bit isolated. So it's kind of seeing, seeing what gets a reaction and what, what doesn't, you know? Yeah. 
And um, just in terms of like said, like talking of clients and that man, like you've been pretty much smashing it like over the last few years. Like you've worked for some huge clients. Like you've like just on your website there, like you've Apple, BBC Focus, the New York Times, and Time Out London, and that's only some of them. Like I mean, uh, yeah, no, I'm ha- like, uh, yeah, it's it's funny. Like like I, I made a list when I started out, and I was like. I want to. I want to do something with the New York Times, and I want to do something with Wired, and like so, like those jobs kind of came last year, and I was just like, I was pretty pretty happy, you know. Like, but ultimately, you know, they were essentially standard jobs. Like I've done, they were editorial pieces, and like I've done a like a rake of editorial pieces. So, you know, it it was just kind of like the novelty but it was really it was really fun to work with them because there was, there was a lot of interaction you know with like art directors and you know like they did there was a, a a bit more of a conversation about between myself and themselves about what they wanted you know so there was it was almost collaborative collaborative <laughs> <laughs> you know and um, which you know, I usually get an email and they're like, we want the hand bigger, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's kind of like, the, it's a little bit removed. So it, it was cool, like working for a couple of those bigger crowds because they, yeah, they kind of put themselves a, a bit more into the process. Yeah. That's nice. Like, at least like, you know, exactly kind of what, do you know what they're looking for as well, I suppose, that way? Yeah, yeah. And, like, you can also kind of make your own points and you make your own arguments for the direction that you would like to go in, you know, and it's kind of more of a conversation, which is, you know, sometimes it isn't the case with clients, you know. It's, <laughs> it's like, a very much a, an order sometimes. But, All right. <laughs> but, you know, that they're few and far between as well. Most... Majority of clients are actually like good to work with. You know, they're they're very usually very open, like messing around. You know, so it's it's good. Yeah, I can't complain. And like, what have the deadlines been like? Like, it probably varies from client to client, does it? Like, but are they? It kind of varies more from commission to commission. You know, it's like uh, like an editorial piece would be a quick usually a quick turnover but sometimes it would be like a monthly publication sometimes it's a weekly one so they'd need you know it could be like they need finished images by a week by the end of the week so they'd want sketches the next day you know and sometimes right. it's you know a month and then for bigger campaigns they're usually there's usually a good bit of time on that but you you kind of have to consider because they're going to be pumping a good bit of money into it, you know, because it's a, a campaign, you know, they, they kind of want to take their time and get it right, you know, but uh, you also have to take into consideration that that's a lot more interaction required and a lot more feedback's going to be required. So you might be waiting a week for feedback, you know, so it's, it, it you know, the time between when you get the job and when you, uh, have to hand in the finished work might seem long, but when you take into consideration that, you know, they might 
change the brief slightly halfway through you know you have to take it all that kind of stuff into consideration but you know that they're workable you know it's deadline to deadline you know just yeah gotta get it done yeah sometimes it's not a bad thing either like just to have that little bit yeah. of pressure yeah like i'm i'm very much the type of person who like i i i enjoy working to a brief and i enjoy the deadline you know i like well, I don't enjoy it, but like it kind of lights a fire under me, and you know, it's like if I was if the worst thing that I can hear somebody say is "do whatever you want," because then like it feels like I'm in an ocean of ideas, and I'm like I can't think of anything. <laughs> I'm seeing so many things that I can't focus on any any of them. So like I uh, I enjoy working to briefs, and because I I like boundaries because boundaries kind of trying to fit something within those like lines and boundaries kind of i i it's like a, almost like a puzzle or something you know yeah you know uh and yeah it, it's kind of like little obstacles to like play around with and yeah i just prefer that kind of way of working you know yeah i'd be kind of the same myself like i think with deadlines as well like it it forces you to make decisions as well you can't keep yeah does this work or you know it's like no this has to work like there's no two ways about it yeah yeah like since since i started working for that's that's 100 percent. like i totally agree with you there because you know like i'm not precious about anything i make anymore where it's just like yeah it's just a thing you just move on you know it's like there's no point in looking for perfection you know it's it just exists in your head (laughs) yeah exactly it's like um yeah so totally agree with that about deadlines yeah like um myself and Aiden were actually just saying there as well the the night he was on like that like I don't know whether it's just age or what but like we're not precious at all like whereas when we're in college kind of it's like like if you did a drawing or a painting or whatever you were working on it was so precious to you like it's like you couldn't afford to risk ruining it like now it's kind of like you know I think um, for for me anyway, I think my whole idea of what creativity and art is changed since college, you know, like I was kind of precious, more precious about like what I was going to do, you know, so that would kind of stop me from doing anything because it's like, oh, I have to make a piece of art, you know, (laughs) as opposed to like what I do now where it's just I wake up in the morning and I do a day's work, you know easier to do a day's work than make a piece of art you know yeah um that's true like and because i like i'm definitely the type of person who would like stagnate over that kind of stuff where it's like it's not right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it's not <laughs> sorry about it <laughs> you know? um yeah i don't know i kind of i I tip away there fairly consistently but it, it does get to a point too where it's like you're just you're painting a wrinkle in a jumper that nobody's ever going to see or pay any attention yeah, to. Yeah, but you'll notice. That's the thing. You'll notice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, you're some lad for that, though. You can just power away. Like, I was always uh, incredibly impressed by your uh, discipline. But yeah, like, man, your work is like, it's unbelievable. And like, it's definitely that kind of, you know, your ability to just power through it, you know, it's really, really cool. 
Cheers, man. I think if I the next batch of stuff I do, though, I'm going to like break all my tiny brushes to stop me <laughs> getting caught up, like just all like size 10 brushes. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like the fear of somebody coming in and go, that wrinkle isn't right. Yeah. <laughs> it's <just> like, no. <laughs> that took me days, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I think the light is wrong with it or something. I don't know. It's just not right. <laughs> <laughs> um you were represented as well man by uh is jsr and is it us us folk us folk up in belfast yeah yeah um yeah. uh i was represented by us folk first and they're based up in belfast and they're they're some bunch of uh illustrators and artists and um yeah they're great they they do like loads of events and they they're like really active like collective like they're they're more of a collective i'd say or something you know but like uh they're they're great and uh yeah because it's it's artist illustrator and designer led it's kind of you know they they're they do so many events and so such cool stuff and then jsr is kind of the opposite where it's like they're they're like just agents but they're really good at that side of it yeah like um it's 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 funny seeing the kind of differences between the two but like they're both great you know like they're both sound and uh like it's like working doing the like business side of it like you know contracts and usage rights and all that kind of stuff like i'm you it's possible to do on your own like it's like I was doing it for years, but like it just takes up so much time and you know, like you'd be stressing about it and worrying about it, you know, and you'd be waiting for replies and stuff. So it's it's great to like be able to just hand it off to somebody else and they'd kinda like you know, you they'd be on your team. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like <laughs> it's a bit of a dark art to like pricing, you know, when it comes to like um, licensing and stuff so like it's always nice to be able to turn around to somebody and go is this the right number <laughs> <laughs> you know like i have an idea but like it's and um, it's always good to have somebody to bounce bounce that kind of stuff off of yeah definitely like that's it's mad like, that's a side of it i never would have actually thought about even like you know just all, all that kind of the sort of legal side of it like in business side yeah like i am glad that i started off on my own and i didn't try to get representation early on because now i've got like a a good enough understanding of it like it's like it's you know it's kind of an organic thing you know you just have to it's everyone is different you know like there's a lot of um uh, variables like you know say the size of the country uh, the company what country they're in you know like all this kind of stuff how long do they want to use the image for all this stuff kind of like gets put together all this information gets put together to uh, come up with a number to or a, a quote you know and it's it just yeah it, it it's i'm glad that i learned it at the start so that when i did finally get representation like there's no kind of like I can still voice my opinion and say, oh, that's too low or, you know, like I'm not comfortable with giving away this much rights, you know. So 
like it, there's definitely a lot to be said for just doing it yourself yeah. and that being said like you know i i like being represented by who by jsr and us folk but um you know it's not necessary by any stretch of the imagination or you know like you it's very possible to do it on your own you know and like some people probably just enjoy it that kind of like negotiating side of it i, I don't know who <laughs> But I'm sure somebody does you know, different strokes like the hard yeah. around like. <laughs> It's the truth though, man. Like it's like there probably are people that enjoy that, but it's like that's just Yeah. It it sounds like it's not much it's just like you're saying as well, like that that worry side of it as well is just it's not something you want like either like, because it, it would eventually creep into the work and you're kinda of yeah, 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 it's like it it just takes up time and you know, it takes up headspace. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh god, I'm thinking about territorial rights when I should be drawing big shoulders. It's, yeah. it's, 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 <laughs> shoulders is money, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, <laughs> at first I thought you were going to say you were worried about pterodactyls. No. Pterodactyls. <laughs> well, uh, that's a constant worry, Pat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, um, would there be other illustrators and artists, man, that you whose work you'd follow like fairly close or that would kind of inspire you because i know you did several pieces uh kind of inspired by uh vivian mayor vivian mayor yeah, yeah, yeah vivian yeah. mayor's mayor uh, I, i've never actually uh yeah most of them i actually don't i've never said their names out loud so i hope i don't butcher them yeah that's but what i was I, hoping yeah, you, <laughs> you'd say it <laughs> I didn't. Uh, yeah vivian mayor her work is class and um, seen a an exhibition of of her photography last year or the year before and like it's just unbelievable and she, like her story is it's pretty amazing too because she was never recognized she never shared any of her work or exhibited any of her work somebody just bought all these like uh, uh cases of her film and or negatives and just like went through them and they they set up the foundation based on like just randomly buying all these cases of negatives that's like like a crazy story but um, yeah yeah i i started drawing uh sketching those because like it's the closest thing i could get to like seeing people on the street in an interesting way you know because like yeah that's true actually locked in, you know so i was like she seemed like a good fit for to kind of scratch that itch of just like people watching you know yeah and um, but uh I suppose in terms of like uh, illustrators, like Irish-wise, the Project Twins, the lads I met down in Cork, their their work is unreal. And uh, Fuchsia McRae, McCary, I can never remember what her name is. It's so bad at names, but her work is class. And uh, Mazer, Mazer's work or color is and patterns I, I love. Yeah. And um. Then there's uh, other people, like other kind of international ones, like Jeannie Espinosa does like these mad colorful characters and scenes, you know, and they're like, I look at them and I'm like, don't copy (laughs) 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 for the love of God. It's so good. And uh, yeah, actually like she's based, she's from Spain and there's like a load of great illustrators from Spain, you know, 
like I'd be like looking through Instagram and I'm like, oh, that person's nice. His work is nice. And then uh, I'm like, oh, they're from Spain too. It's like, I definitely yeah. have a type. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, there's an, uh, a photographer called Derek, Derek O'Boateng. Again, probably butchering the pronunciation of that, but uh, his colors are and compositions are lovely. You know, um, and it, it would be all figurative stuff, but like he'd he'd like max out the colors, you know, and he'd play around. He'd edit them a bit on folk on something I don't know what, but um, they they look amazing, like. Yeah, and I must look up some of their work, like, because I I wouldn't be overly familiar with the names, like like I met the the two boys on Cork Project Twins, like mm. the day the night that we all called down to see uh, Emer and Jar, but like. I haven't, uh, I've just gotten so bad for researching artists, like, and that just lately, it's like, yeah, I just, shocking. yeah, like, mine is just literally just scrolling through the odd thing, you know, like, I, do, I don't know where people find out about new artists outside of, like, Instagram, it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I go onto, like, sites, like, it's nice that, you know, they, they do nice little articles and, like, deep dives into, um, uh, like, under or uh, graduate work and you know like new illustration and painting and stuff so yeah i i, I enjoy going on to that from time to time but usually it's just serendip- serendipity you know just like yeah. finding somebody scrolling through twitter or instagram it's like jeez their work is unreal you know yeah instagram is lethal for that like behance yeah. does be quite good as well though cause yeah, have, like, yeah 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 i go on behance a good bit and i'll just scan through stuff yeah there's actually another um guy that i was looking at he's a i think he's a japanese sculptor called oh, taku takuo bata i think his name is oh should have looked up how to say these names before i tried <laughs> <laughs> but um his his work is amazing like they're they're these wooden uh sculptures of like uh characters that he i think he uses a chainsaw or something oh right like they're really rough but um uh they're they're unreal like they're really really nice they're right up my alley like they don't look like people but they look like people you know yeah yeah um and yeah, I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, no, like there's there's some painters I'd look at still, like you know, and I'd love their work, but it'd be would be the same maybe painters that I was looking at five or six years ago as well, you know, like uh, and I was about to name some of them, but their names are gone out of my head. Yeah, so <laughs> standard. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, because like, I was going to say there, just uh, when we were chatting about Vivian Mayer, like, I love the piece you had up. I, I don't know what the name of the, the like, the original or photo was, but uh, you, I think you just call it Hello Hound on uh, Instagram. That was a great little piece. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I like, that would be more just for your own work. But would, it, would it man like that didn't? Yeah, that's just, that was kind of like just personal, like, project. When I seen the ex, her exhibition, I was just like, this work is amazing. And then, like uh, COVID kicked off and I was just like, couldn't think of anything to do. Wasn't getting any kind of like opportunity to see new people or like 
experience new things really you know yeah. and um so i just went through that that was that was a personal project that kind of like i've like i'm still gonna go back to it i haven't done any kind of images based on our work in a while but i'm like it's i think that's just gonna be something that i'll go back to every once in a while because her her photos are unreal yeah like i just i would have only seen um i think the couple that you had posted like just to show what you were after been working on i'm after mm-hmm. walloping the mic again i'm gonna stop waving my hands around when i'm talking but uh, <laughs> just these massive metallic clangs like in the middle of the chat um but yeah no like and would you uh like you know what you were saying then like said just we, like we can't go out with a minute that easily to see new people would you have just had a sketchbook out and just been working away man kind of because you posted like images of like say kind of your monday morning kind of sketchbook like would you just kind of do a little bit of warming up in the sketchbook before you go um, to work or would you tear on into so, it yeah it it depends like you know i kind of whatever mood i'm in really you know um i do a lot of that kind of sketching like from my head say you know um at night when i'm kind of half watching something you know yeah just chilling out you know because when when sketching's your job and drawing's your job it's like kind of sometimes it's hard to like remember why you enjoy it sometimes you know? <laughs> like it's a weird thing to say like i love doing it but you know it's like you know it, it is a nine to five i try to treat it as much like a nine to five job as possible you know just so that there's structure and routine because if i don't then it would be like i i don't know what state my head would be in but um those kind of thing, those kind of sketches, I do. I I just kind of tip around at night, the odd time, you know. But uh, before COVID, like I'd 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 take a day where like I I work from home, so I'd go into town, and I'd like work from a cafe. Like I'd do some stuff where I wouldn't need the tablet, and then I'd just kind of like see what I can see, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but can't do that at the moment. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So, so pictures on the internet. That's that yeah. Like, I was going to say to you, like, would you even have access, like, to like kind of online life drawing classes or anything? Or uh, I actually did a couple of them. All right, yeah, and uh, I found a couple of sites for kind of figure um, uh, poses and stuff. And yeah, like I, I like I was doing that for a while. It, it it kind of depends, you know. Sometimes I just like practice. I just draw lines, you know, and circles, you know, like just like try and draw the straightest line as possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, if you've ever done that, you know, where just like you draw two dots on a page and you just see how straight you can get the line. You know, yeah. like, I, like I find myself doing that in the morning a good bit just to warm the old wrist up um, and to get kind of like a a nicer quality of line eventually, hopefully. But um yeah that's kind of like it it varies you know what i sketch what i what i do in the morning to warm up yeah um yeah like it's something i'd love to actually go back doing again is just having a sketchbook that's not or that's just you know like that just a bit of fun yeah a bit of crack like yeah yeah um 
Mm. Oh, sorry, man. No, oh. sorry, one. No, uh, no, you you go ahead, man, because I, I just want to say one more question for you. So if you want to just go ahead there and... Oh, I was just going to agree with you, Pat. Ah, good. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I I've, I've just have one other question for you. So, man, and that is where can people find your stuff online? Uh, yeah, you, I'm lucky enough to have a very pretty unique name when it comes to the internet. <laughs> so if you just type in Cahal Duan, you'll uh, probably find my work. But com or at Doan on Instagram and stuff. Deadly. I'll be able to throw in links to uh, your sites as well, man, on right. uh, Acast. I think the, the description from Acast gets put up on Spotify and that as well. Uh, yeah, Spotify as well. Mm. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's it. So, man, thanks, William, for taking the time to chat with me thanks on the podcast. Me, it was a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, I'll get you back on as well. Uh, like I said to the other artist, once COVID goes and we can all go outside the door again. So that was Carl Duan. Uh, I just want to say a massive thanks to Carl for taking the time to chat with me on the podcast and make sure and check out his social media and his website. So his Instagram account is a really good place to see work in progress, finished pieces and just sketches and pieces that he's working on as well. Just and playing around with, like he said, about using the colors that he doesn't normally work with. So you can see them over there and find out more than you can visit his website and like he said his name is pretty unique for internet so thanks again to Carl for that if you would like to follow the podcast you can find it on Twitter and Facebook at Bit of Gallery and it's on Spotify Apple Podcasts and Acast so if you want to leave a review or a follow or whatever way it works on any of the platforms you listen to it on Davy Sound and I think it's on Amazon Podcasts or Amazon Music as well so yeah Thanks a million for listening and I will be back next week uh, to chat to you then.